Hi friends, it's me, Erin Sparks. I'm filling in for Julia Stonewash today at the Purple Street Studios, and you're listening to Jollyville Radio on KJVR. It is just freezing cold in here today. Hey, could we turn up the heat a bit? Thanks, Frankie. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Today on the show, we are featuring Jollyville's very own DIY and relationships expert, Paul Fredrickson. He's hosting a speed dating event today that's all the buzz. I'd have loved to have been there. Then, after that, Paul will treat us to the hottest new installment of Better Call Paul. We'll get started after a word from our sponsors. Stay tuned. Ah, what a fine day to send tulips to your lover. A kiss? No, no, mon ami. Send flowers. My name is Jacques Kennedy. That's Jacques, not Jacques, mon ami. Toutefois, if your name is Jackie, we can arrange something special, pauvre. Go petal to the metal on your love life and give me a call at Jacques Kennedy Floral Arrangements. There was a time when life was simpler. A time without complicated things like smartphones, streaming services, or PDF files. A time when vacation meant camping in the Appalachian Mountains, not renting an internet stranger's apartment, and a time when home-cooked meals came not from a subscription box, but from a steel can. When it's time for a taste of nostalgia, it's time for Little Appalachian Soup Boy, available in the soup aisle of your favorite grocery store. Long, supple, contoured, announcing the all-new line of luxury baseboards by the designer Robert Cheerful. Hello, this is Sean. Hi, Sean. This is Chief Meteorologist Kimberly Sprout with KJVR. Jollyville Radio. Oh, hi. Uh, I think I've heard you give the AccuWeather report before. It's actually the Fantastic Weather Report, Sean. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's my bad. Exclusively on KJVR, Jollyville Radio. Yeah, you've mentioned. uh, Hey, look, I got this random call from that Chauncey guy last week. Is this related to that? Sean, my advice to you is to keep at least one week's worth of non-perishable foods in storage in the event of a natural disaster. You can keep ingredients like peanut butter and canned vegetables or cans of Little Appalachian Soup Boy. Be sure to check the expiration dates once every 6 to 12 months. Oh gosh, is uh, is everything all right? Yep. So does that mean there's a tornado or something? <laughs> nope. Okay, um, is there any particular reason that you're calling to tell me this? Thank you for listening to advice you didn't ask for right here on KJVR. We'll be right back. Right back to what? Jollyville Radio sends a shout out to Halifax, Nova Scotia, population 431,479. How y'all doing? Hello, listeners. It's Julia Stonewash bringing you coverage of Paul Fredrickson's new speed dating event, Love Set Match. I know what you're thinking, but aren't you the traffic reporter? Why isn't Aaron covering this? Excellent question. She was supposed to cover it, but at the last minute, Frankie stepped in and said I should do it because I need to meet someone and this could help. 
oh, okay, sure. Anywho, we're reporting live from the Harmony Hills Community Center. According to the flyer, it's an event meant to bring people from all walks of life together to find true, lasting love by spending five minutes with someone set up with you by chance. <laughs> Let's go inside and see how this works. Please take your seats, everyone. Thank you for coming out to speed dating today. When I ring this bell, you can start. When I ring it again, switch tables. Is everybody ready? Here we go. Hello, I'm Julia Stonewash. I work at KJVR. How are you doing today? Good. Are you are you excited to be here? Yes. How about you tell us a little bit about yourself? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, good luck to you. I'm gonna go get I don't know, some punch or something. Um, there's someone out there for everyone. Let's hope it's not too hard for them. As you're wrapping up your first table, let me remind you that we'll be doing a drawing today for a gift card to Salad's Ice Cream Bar. And be sure to keep listening to Better Call Paul on Jollyville Radio for advice about how to build and strengthen your relationship. It's time to change tables now. You know, Frankie, I think I'm going to sit this round out. How about instead we listen in on a different couple that just started their session? Hi, I'm Malia. Hey, nice to meet you, Malia. My name's Sean Palmer. So tell me, vanilla or chocolate? <laughs> chocolate, of course. How about you? Excellent choice. Chocolate here, too. Even if we don't win that gift card, we should get some soon. Hey, that's a really nice necklace you have. Oh, thank you. It's a crystal to remind me of my favorite season, summer. Don't you just love summer? Summer? Do I love it? Absolutely not. Why don't you like summer? What's not to like? Don't even get me started. Well, why not? Like, don't you just love walking barefoot in the grass or late night bonfires or boating? It's such a carefree time of year. No, it's not a carefree time of the year. Walking the grass or bonfires or boating is not fun. Again, like, just don't get me started. Well, that's our time. Have a good life. Oh, you too. Wow, if you're just as confused as I am about why he hates summer so much, you're not alone. I have just so many questions. That's the bail. Time to switch tables. Remember, you will get out of this what you put into it. Eh, no, I think I'm okay. Everybody came here for a reason, and that reason is love. You've come this far by coming here today. Why not join some tables? Is he talking to me? Julia. Nah, he's probably talking to somebody else named Julia. Plus, it's much more fun to listen to other conversations. Let's join this couple and see how it goes. Hi, I'm Roberta, and I own Shaky Girl Coffee. Well, my name is Howard, and if that's the case, you should know that I have a huge sweet tooth. Oh, well, then you should come by sometime for Kalashi. Ich bin ein Berliner. I know Jack Kennedy, and you, good woman, are no Jack Kennedy. Ha! You know Jacques Kennedy, the florist, too? He did my sister's wedding. Stunning use of peonies, don't you say? Oh, yes, he's wonderful. My go-to florist. So you clearly love peonies. But your thoughts on roses, hmm? Oh, my word. How much time do you have? I love a healthy English roast. But his best work 
Well, there you have it, folks. We have a match. To be honest, I didn't think I was going to like this because I was forced to be here. But I would definitely come back. Does that work for you, Frankie? Hi, uh, Julia? Hello. Sean Palmer, right? How can I help you? Uh, you can call me Sean. Uh, and do you want to get an iced coffee sometime? Well, with that, this has been Julia Stonewash reporting live from Love Set Match at Harmony Hills Community Center for KJVR Jollyville Radio. Hi, this is Ben Brown from Tourette's Podcast, coming to you from the heart of Jollyville, where I strangely don't have any social anxiety, and you're listening to KJVR Jollyville Radio. Welcome to another episode of Better Call Paul with Paul Fredrickson. He's the handyman and life coach we love. Howdy, y'all. Today, we have an extra special episode for all our listeners. That's right, folks. I usually take your DIY calls and accurately relate them to personal things in your life. But today, I'm going to be taking your personal calls. It's a twist on our usual episode. Today, we'll be talking to Bethany Longtimer, who wants to ask Paul a question about their New Year's resolutions. Hi, Bethany. You're on the air. Hey, Paul. Oh, I am so excited to be talking to you. You know, this show made me really reflect on myself and this year. I want to show some big New Year's resolutions. Like, I want a bunch of new friends, I want to learn how to roller skate, and I want to learn some good, healthy cooking skills. That sounds wonderful, but what's your question? I usually don't do the whole New Year's resolution thing because I usually let my goals go. How do I keep the momentum going on my resolutions? That's a great question, Bethany. To me, it sounds like you're ambitious and you'd like to see some big positive changes. Having a vision of a future self is a beautiful thing that keeps us moving forward. But oftentimes, I find that having too many big goals can be overwhelming. Inevitably, we'll hit a bump on the road to our goal. We may get discouraged at the size of our goals, and that's where we took her out. Yes, exactly. Take, for example, your living space. You started out with good momentum. You had a vision put in an Ikea order for your dream living room, and bought wall paints. What? You finished the chairs, but you hit a snag on your dining room table. Since then, you've been using those unopened boxes as a coffee table instead. You know I put in an Ikea order for all that? Yeah, I can see them. And those track lights really would look great in your library corner. But you're on the radio, and I'm calling in from Nebraska. Take it as a lesson. Rome wasn't built in a day. Just like your home, try smaller, numbered goals for your resolutions. Try inviting three possible new friends to have coffee with you virtually. Try cooking 12 new things this year. 
and make after-dinner walks a regular thing. Once you've accomplished a few little things, you can keep adding on. A year of little things can amount to a whole lot. Wow, I actually feel a lot less stressed to do so much. Maybe I'll assemble this coffee table after this call. Good choice on the bamboo baskets. Um, thanks. And thank you, Bethany Longtimer. Listeners at home, if you have DIY problems, construction conundrums, or just big life questions, you better call Paul, a handyman you can trust. The road to making Jollyville 110% is long, but as mayor, I promise to chip away towards progress year after year for you. Vote for me, Paul Fredrickson, for mayor of Jollyville. This message was paid for by the Paul Fredrickson and John Fredrickson Grassroots Locals Only Volunteer Campaign Effort of Jollyville. Tune in next week. This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Lassard tuning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. With us in the Zoom studio is Ben Brown, host of Tourette's Podcast, a show about experiences and amazing stories where anyone can listen and find something to relate to. Ben Brown, welcome to Community Beat, my man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Ben, you host a podcast about Tourette's syndrome mm-hmm. and you have Tourette's. That's right. So I remember several years ago uh, in the 80s, I became aware of Tourette's through a TV show, a television show. Mm-hmm. And the guy would just shout out random cuss words. It's, but, it, but it's more than that. Tell us about it. Yeah, a lot of people know it as uh, the um, quote unquote swearing disease where you kind of shout taboo subjects or words or obscenities and that's a that's specifically something called coprolalia, which about ten to fifteen percent of people with Tourette syndrome have. Uh, but I'd say the the eighty five percent is a mixture of tics that may or may not be visible. Um, to to put a definition on it, Tourette syndrome is the co-occurrence of vocal tics and motor tics um, observed over the period of about a year. That's just like an observation period, but typically what it means is uh, through your life. Uh, it sets on in childhood, typically, through your life, you're going to have these uncontrollable involuntary tics. And I, <clears throat> that, that's one of my vocal tics. When I think about it, it kind of makes, you know, starts that itch where I have to do it. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty diverse disorder, just in terms of how it can present. Um, but the, the, the ticking, they can be, you know, like uh, grunts and coughs and throat clearing or uh, specific noises like the kinds I make. Uh, and then you have the, the, the sort of bodily tics where it's, you know, eye blinking or eye widening or um, muscle tensing or head jerking. There's just something kind of visible to it. Um, so that's kind of the clinical definition of what Tourette syndrome is. Um, in a broader sense, it comes along with ADHD and depression, anxiety, often OCD, sleep issues. Um, it's a whole raft of additional things that are outside of the definition of Tourette syndrome, but orbit it very closely. And uh, so that's typically what people with Tourette have to deal with, kind of all of that at once. Now, your podcast, Tourette's 
podcast. Uh, that's a pretty straightforward name for a podcast, right? Yep, want to be easy to find. <laughs> right. You you talk with who you call fellow Tourettes around the world. Break that down for us. Yeah, so uh, Tourette syndrome is a disorder that uh, it doesn't discriminate. It, it happens all over the planet, um, all races, all all walks of life. What I wanted to do was keep the podcast global because I wanted to talk to people, um, you know, all over the place and hear different kinds of stories, not just you know people like myself um, here in the United States. So we have listeners on every populated continent now, and uh, the feedback's great. Um, one of my favorite conversations was a, a guy, he lives in New York now, but uh, his name is Peter Zhao. He grew up in China and he came over here um, right around the time of the uh, Tiananmen Square uh, incident. Um, so he gets to the US and you know, prior to that, he didn't have uh, much support. Um, he wasn't very outwardly showing or, or letting people know that he had Tourette syndrome um, because of the stigma that can follow him around. When he got to uh, to New York, um, he had resources. Uh, he went over with his mom. He had some resources, and uh, but describing kind of the experience of him growing up in China and then being here, and kind of carrying his culture with him and and the the, the community and all that, um, and then having this completely different community of people with Tourette syndrome. And he's done a good job connecting with people. Um, it is is a really interesting thing. So that was a really, I guess, a different kind of episode. Um, with some extra layers in it. Um, I've talked to people in Brazil, uh, Mexico. Uh, we've had a few guests from Scotland. Um, I do want to talk to more people in Africa uh, because I, I know there is a, a presence uh, in Africa that maybe doesn't get talked about quite as much. Um, I, I will say a lot of those conversations and where people have kind of different stories about cultural stigma and things like that, um, it does also kind of come along with uh, kind of access to care. And this is kind of an interesting point because when healthcare access is kind of limited, you don't have as many diagnoses of Tourette syndrome. And so it's a very un underdiagnosed disorder. Uh, there's about a million people living with it in the United States. Um, maybe about half of those are undiagnosed uh, from just lack of kind of access. So when we hear from people in different parts of the world, they have a really just an interesting complexion on what it is in their life. And where you live can definitely change that, that life experience, even though we still have that core life experience that we all relate to. But yeah, it's, it's uh, we're, you know, we're, we're still going. I got somebody else um, coming up next week um, who, if I get it right, it'll be somebody from Italy. but. I mean, it's just, it's, it's neat just seeing the tendrils of the podcast kind of grow out to these different parts of the world um, for that response. So, and it's beneficial for people in the U.S. to hear that kind of stuff too. So you described the podcast as amazing stories and experiences. And uh, of course, anyone can listen. And I've listened to a few of your uh, podcasts. And uh, I have to say that the one where you interviewed Michael was complete garbage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, so I would our worst describe, moment. I would describe it as uh, and you and you're free to say, Uncle Asar, you're an idiot. But I would describe it as uh, a digital, like a digital support group where people can can share and connect about the disorder. Is is that right? 
Yeah, that's a great way to say it. It's um, because I do hear from a lot of people who find the podcast. If if you have Tourette syndrome, odds are you don't know a bazillion other people in your town who also have it. It's kind of like a kind of a lonely disorder. A lot of people grow with grow up with it, not knowing anybody else who has it or anybody within their reach who has that life experience that they can talk to. So a lot of people who tuned into the podcast say that it helps to kind of thaw out that feeling of isolation they might have, where they'll hear people talk about their own life experiences. They're like, wow, that's exactly what I go through. And it's stuff that's pretty specific to having Tourette syndrome a lot of the time. So it it is like a virtual support group. Um, I kind of describe it as a a free therapy session for me, just because the the power of just connecting with somebody else, a stranger you'd never talked to before, and you can hear them describe things in ways that just relate to you instantly because of that shared life experience. And it's also, I guess, meant um, to be accessible enough to where people on the outside can listen to it and follow along. So it's not a bunch of insider language or anything like that. It's just two people having a conversation about a common topic. And I'm glad that it's kind of helped to um, put a different kind of complexion on what Tourette syndrome is for people who may not be so familiar. The more people just kind of hear the human side of it and not the sensationalized version that we often see on TV, the, the more, I guess, organic, authentic stuff we can hear. Hopefully the more relatable the whole thing comes. Um, because it's still one of those disorders people like to make fun of. And as disorders go, uh, a lot of them are just totally off limits, but somehow Tourette syndrome is still kind of the the punchline, the comedy joke. And, you know, it'd be nice to get to a point where no matter where you are in the world, um, it's not going to be that big of a deal, um, to the point where we have to shun it or be embarrassed about it. So yeah, that's, that's a goal. Ben, where can we listen to Tourette's podcast? Uh, you can go to Tourette'sPodcast.com that has all the episodes and it has some articles uh, that are uploaded by uh, listeners. Um, We're also on the Geeks Rising Network. So that's geeksrising.com and all the episodes are there as well. Hey, Ben, man, it's been really good talking with you and you are doing some incredible work. We wish you the best of the best. Thank you so much, Asar. It's been great. This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar, and dig this. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. The creative team that wrote and performed this episode of Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asar Al-Kabalon, Emily Ansonick, Lizzie Brister, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Richard Davies, Brian Green, Robert Leary, Alan Kay, Pilar Kepperda, Thomas Schlitt, Michael Stanley, Matt Waite, and Kay Wise. Direction and music provided by Michael Crosa with lead editing by Dr. Monse Santian. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. If you're enjoying Jollyville Radio, please consider supporting us on Patreon. For a small monthly pledge, you can have a big impact on the success of our show. Plus, you can get bonuses like access to the script archive, letters from characters, and even a chance to hear your own voice on the show. Just go to Patreon.com and search for Jollyville Radio. Jollyville Radio is a production of Jollyville Brass Quintet, member of Austin Creative Alliance. We are based in Austin, Texas. For KJVR in Jollyville, I'm your host, Jimmy Piecrust. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio.
Hello, this is Sean. Hi, Sean. This is Spoopy the Boop from KJVR Jollyville Radio. Oh, hey, you, you guys again. What's going on? I heard things are looking pretty drab around there. Have you been thinking about redecorating? No. No, I have not. Well, I've got somebody in the line who's got some advice for you. Hey, this is Ben from Tourette's Podcast. And uh, if you have an umbrella that is kind of tattered and you're about to throw it away, just go ahead and rip the cloth off, then drape some fairy lights around it. Then you can hang it from the ceiling and you have a free chandelier. Well, I guess you can get started decorating now. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not decorating. This has been Advice You Didn't Ask For on Jollyville Radio. I'm really not asking. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.